Hey yo, we back. Yeah. <laughs> We're good with it. It is not our crib. And where we at today, boys? We at Brighton Pad. We at Mama Sonya house. So shout out to my mom for uh, setting this up for us today. She Thank gave you. us all the snacks and drinks. So you know what I'm saying? So technically she still birthed Brighton. Technically still not our house. Well, I like the Daryl said she birthed Brighton. That's a like champion right there. Podcast with never well, inspirational. Well, so you already know it's Brighton Simpson. And I got my boys with me, so why don't we introduce ourselves? Let's go first. Peace. It's AJ, you know, from the west side of Rochester, New York. Well, How are you yeah. doing? Right, I finally got the man AJ here. It took, <laughs> us, it took us three podcasts, but we finally got him here. We also got another guest across the table. What's up, man? Uh, it's Rashad here. You know, definitely clothes coming out soon. Music coming out soon. I'm happy to be on the podcast with Brighton. As he was saying, three podcasts. Finally getting out here. We appreciate it. Word, definitely yeah, an man. honor and a privilege to be on the um, for sure, for sure. not our crib, not our crib podcast. Word. Well, you a welcome member. You were supposed to be part of the first or the second one. <laughs> part of the second one. We gotta get billion on the next Why time. This is our honored guest, Rashad. Thank him for coming up, Brad. Because we gonna have him for another podcast. So mm-hmm. be on the lookout for him. Thank y'all. And what about my other two hosts? Then you got Shemaine. You already know royalty out here on the east. No That's royal saying? with a T. Don't and forget then, it. Don't forget it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got your boy Raph back at it again. Not our crib. You know what it is, man. Raph be unenthusiastic. All right. Episode four. Episode four. Number four. Shout out Mama Soon. So, what we going to be talking about today? Man, we talking about our jobs, our job experience, what it was like getting a oh. job, people oh, not liking our job, all that stuff. Okay. Right. Y'all remember from Jake and Josh, the uh, manager that. that Josh used to work with? You know how she used to say? Hey, Black lady? Like, yeah, she used Yo. to be on the show. She, on her old show, she used to say, that's not my job. That is not my job. Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, ain't my job no more, so we about to go ahead. So who would like to start? You talk about what it's like working, anything, worst experience, best experience, worst workers. So I'll say my boy Rashawn want to go first. Uh... Man, you know, I um, so I'm really, I'm kind of really in only a few things, and that's um, so that I'm really only in a few things, and that's studio, like music working. So I engineer sometimes, um, fashion, like being a designer. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely on that really like real soon. Like that's coming. I just recently learned how to roof, so I'm into that too. I'm in the exterior homework, but um, also like just working for other people. I, I definitely uh, work in restaurants. I think maybe sometime. Someday in the future, I'll probably own a restaurant, maybe. Wow. I don't know. I was thinking about being a volunteer firefighter when I'm like, old man, why would I be some old sitting down as he looking old man at 40, 50, <laughs> 30? Okay. So, yeah, firefighter, own a restaurant, like something that. like that, something cool. Okay. I don't know. What about but, you, Taj? I know you want to be But, like, a job wise, I definitely like working in a restaurant. I ain't going to really name no places right now, but, um, you know, I, um, I just want to bring up. Just working in general, it can kind of get weird, you know, being a black person and work job. It's definitely different working with black people, you know, back you on place. Back on place. And then working in a big corporation is not different. I ain't going to really talk about a corporation or anything like that. Um, I am going to tell a story that a friend of mine told me that works for a corporation similar to mine. <laughs> and um, so, like, um, so these guys are uh, all online. They're all like a, I guess they're like they all work in the freezer. Mm-hmm. They all work in the freezer, and there's this one guy who always like, he always chills and just just goes to the bathroom or he takes hour long breaks, and um all these guys just got put in the freezer, but the freezer cold, 
So they don't really like doing it all the time. So they just be chilling in the back room and all of that. So and they walk around, you know, they talk to everybody, help the customers and all of that. The one dude though, he like when he has a conversation with a customer, he lets it drag on. And you can probably do it for like an hour. Just be chilling all the time, just you know, and nothing nobody say anything about it because everybody's cool in the in, you know, at their store. And like uh so the one I guess one day like the guy I was chilling with uh another guy who was working there. And he, um, the one guy who does that all the time, he has to be white, right? Another guy has to be black. Right. And he, uh, he freaking, so he, uh, he, he tells the, uh, the boss, like the boss, the manager, that he, he was, like, he, that guy's chilling like, with somebody else, but this guy does it all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's just crazy, you know, like, you know, that they're both working at the same grocery store. And, you know, same, he, he just chills one time and they never do anything about it because, you know, that privilege that they always have. You know, I, I definitely like you know if you know if anybody uh, ever has you know wants to know a story in person, you can def- you can definitely ask me about it. I'll definitely tell you about it in person. I don't really want to you know give anybody names out there or anything like that. Yeah. You know, because it's not nothing over you know nothing. I want anybody to get hurt about or anything like that. You know, nothing that I want to get a loss or anything over about that. But I'm just you know I'm just telling a story, sharing it. It's just different, you know, working for us in a in places, big corporations, than us working with with, with each other. And I would definitely encourage anybody. That can to work with, you know, people that are, you know, just like, you know, people that are like you, you know, people that, you know, giving back to your community, even if it's not people that are like you, but people that are local businesses. I don't care, you know, if they're a white person and it's just local business, but it's just, it's just different when you're working for a big change and stuff like that versus giving back to your community. And it's definitely, it's definitely a place that we could grow for in our city, I could say for sure. Agreed. And that's just something I, I wanted to bring up and I could definitely pass the mic on. To anybody else who wants to talk, yeah, definitely. Um, so, uh, shoot, we don't have time, so we're gonna <laughs> ramble on as long as there. Well, uh, nah, probably not. <laughs> well, the recent jobs that I've been in, you know, first one of my first jobs working at the record stuff, and then you know, we got the Red Wings, and then I did a, I did a couple like long distance jobs like Wakings and stuff like that, but right now I'm at Delta Sonic, you know. I, I could be a Delta Sonic too, but you know, <laughs> they don't want to hire you. They take it for a shout out to y'all, man. No, no, no shout outs. They didn't even call me today. Nah, no, 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 no. They didn't even call me today. You said they were going to call me. They didn't even call me. That's crazy. I'm tired of it. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a, that's another thing. When um when higher ups think things aren't as important as they, you know, as something should be, like, they won't take, like, Cause they don't want no money. They don't want no money. They don't want no money. They don't deserve that job. I deserve that job. Cause I would have definitely called me. Cause it's not. It's not even organized over there. Like if you say you're gonna call somebody, you gotta have like, like some type of structure of you know people that handle that. And you go to the the people that say that they handle it and then don't handle it. So I mean, stuff like that definitely needs to get pressed. Yeah, because to if you're an organization, that, then you gotta be organized. Yeah, they gotta fix that, bro. You know, we mm-hmm. had like a set time too. Like, that's a fact. I'm gonna call you. Give me a set oh, no, time. I'll so call I'll you. Sure, sure, sure. That sounds sounds good. When people say sounds good, they mean no. That's it's an automatic. No, no one says sounds good. I hate when somebody when a business tell me they're gonna call me. Just don't give me a set time. So Bro, I didn't. My home. <laughs> I didn't open interview at at a uh, Chipotle, and then I applied the same day, and they said they would call me, and I still never heard that call. But that was like two months ago. It's crazy. They don't. They don't want nobody making money. That's probably why people be turning to drugs, bro. I'm getting, bro. I be trying to get a job, bro. 
um, as far as work experience, um, I've had the opportunity to work in a black-owned business on the west side of Rochester, New York, and I've also had the opportunity to work in, you know, um, high-ranking fast food places that we are all familiar with. I would say the main difference in my experience would be um, being able to live at a freer pace and breathe easier in comparison to when I worked mm -hmm. at these fast food places because even when there's nothing to do, they want you to be doing something. And um, at this Black-owned business, they actually care for the well-being of the person, you know, so as long as you're okay, business can be okay and will be okay. So that's just my main difference as far as working and my experience. Mm. I heard that. Yeah, it's a, it is a lot of jobs that just try to put you to work even though there ain't shit to do. <laughs> so, like, this is just gonna make me not even want to go there no more. Bro. That's how it was at my old job, bro. Like, I what just, was it like over there? Bro, like, they would have us working literally eight straight hours on our feet, bro. Breaks, we had like a lunch break and then a 15 minute. Lunch break was from 30 minutes. The rest of the time we had to stand on our feet on concrete metal, so it's that that's you gotta get them work shoes. We had and then the condition we worked in a quote unquote kitchen because they made sauce and the the pot that made it was two hundred plus degrees all eight hours. So we just in there sweating, sweating, sweating. And they made you work eight hours for thirty minutes worth of free time, right? A thirty minute break? Yeah, and then a fifteen minute. So 45 minutes out of eight hours, that's, man, that's crazy. Over seven hours, just three standing. And then they pay you minimum wage or something like that. Probably about right? twelve fifty eight hours. And then when I yeah, learned I things, like I learned machines, how to, machine, how to operate machines, and I learned how to drive a forklift, all that. I wasn't getting no compensation for none of those. Bro, you got a license? That's a way more. Yeah, I got certified, bro. That's a good skill. That's a good skill. Now you want to wear They certified you, and we got you do all that labor work. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, hefty like labor work. Those aren't really like minimum wage jobs, like um, like jobs like I've been to Amazon too. I began paid like fifteen. I was only twelve fifty eight, bro. Right? Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Because Amazon, Amazon's a good job. More often than not, the position that you're in is not worth the work that they're having you do. That's not the pay that they give you is not worth the hours that you spend devouring your spirit. Because it, it, it wears on your physical, but it also wears on your mental and your spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, being in a place where you got to work under harsh conditions and listen to country music all day. <laughs> listen no to music, country music. No music for us, bro. We ain't no music. music. We're yeah, all the thing I want to say is like, cooking, bro. That's it. Like what you were saying earlier, bro. They secure you, right? <laughs> so I'm going to just say, like, real quick, I'll get this a real class thing. I worked in the black restaurant. Like I was saying, I worked in restaurants. So, like you were saying, they take care of you. I used to really get food, eat food, get discounts. My family would come and eat food. Like, mm. it was just different. Like, it was just love. Love, yeah, it really is love. And it's still like they're like family. Even if I don't work here and I come in here, it's like family. Exactly. It's going to be like that exactly. forever. Bro, I recently had a job at a restaurant, bro. And when I started, uh, it's like, okay, like you get 780 or no, 785 an hour plus tips, which equals out to like 1150 or something like that. The, um, and I was working as a server, so like the amount of work a server has to do for that little pay is disgusting. Cause they really deserve a lot more. What was the pay? It was seven fifty eight plus the tips, which equals out to like eleven fifty. And so I'm like, I'm doing all this work, and I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not getting my 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 money for what the amount of work I had to, I had to take the order. Mm. Then I had to go back, punch it into the system, mm. 
and you gotta go through a different uh, all these windows just to punch it in. And you go to the back, you gotta read, you gotta read what you put in. You gotta know all the abbreviations. You gotta know when your food's done. There's a giant window full of food, so you don't know which food is yours entirely. Because sometimes people order similar things. You gotta grab all your food. You gotta serve all. The, you gotta carry several plates on your arms, wrists, shoulders, head. You turn it. You gotta give it to them over there. A exponential amount of work. Mm -hmm. Don't exactly. I can definitely say that. I did do a little bit more work than you, but I did get paid uh, nine dollars an hour. But I used to wash dishes, clean the whole restaurant. I wish I could uh, do that. You know what's even worse? Orders, but I, I was getting paid nine dollars an hour. But on a good tip day, I probably made seventeen dollars an hour, twelve dollars an hour. So um. How long do you feel like you guys specifically can work under these kind of conditions and continue to work for jobs? Because we all can identify that these places are not ideal for a person or a black person specifically or a person of color to be working at. So how long do y'all feel like we should do it for? And what do you feel like we should do as a community and as individuals to make sure that we don't have to work for them and other people don't have to work for them? It's not even just people of color. It's anybody. These yeah. are not jobs that you could be happy with. In terms of living life, like you can't yeah. own a house. The weird thing is, though, it's like, like but that's you can't work on your job. They don't pay you enough money for that. That comes after education. You always need some type of education to, you know, hire your your point. In. The weird but thing, yeah, you know, about something for these jobs that you talk about, though, like it all like it's old jobs like yeah all those all those don't bro yeah those aren't like degree type jobs those so you need a degree type job i i feel like degree type jobs yeah based on the you know do you feel like if you don't get a degree in your life you won't live a a satisfying lifestyle if you don't get a degree because i'm not in college the life you live in the life you live in now if you were um like 10 years older we wouldn't survive that, bro. So should you should you get a degree? Do you feel like that's the absolute like guarantee? No, I feel like no, some type like of that. schooling no. or training. It doesn't have to be college. Let me let me interject real quick. Let me interject real quick. So I'm I'm a college student, right? And so I'm going as a communications major. And to the talk, like say I'm doing radio, to talk on the radio, I'm doing my own podcast with my with my boys. To talk on the radio does not require you to have a degree. Exactly. The skills that you do need are really good. Public speaking is something that you actually need. You need to publicly speak. You need to be able to write in the media. You need to know how to write a, a column for journalism. And those things you can pick up from just watching the news. If you watch how the news anchors talk, they're reading off of a Great. teleprompter. Living. They got yeah. But mm -hmm. also so like school, school is not the end all be all to get you a good job. There's plenty yeah, of jobs. Always, There's nice, plenty of jobs nice out way. there. They're just not. They're not shown to us as good jobs. They always say, if you don't go to college, you'll be working at McDonald's. Right. Well, McDonald's yeah, exactly. up here, you get in twelve fifty an hour, right? So if you work a whole week, which is first of all, it's impossible. You coming home with a lot of money. I ain't doing all the math. Right? Not doing that's right. not worth it, though. It's, it's, not, it's definitely not worth it. What you'll have to do. You, you. Shout out to all my sisters and brothers flipping fries still. We appreciate you, but mm -hmm. when you want to, please. Word, word, word. The other job that you would get certified for and try to teach self-teach yourself for that, you'll want to have more freedom because you like doing what you're what it is you're doing. You don't like doing these jobs that you know are just um, eating yourself. Yeah. yeah, and a high school diploma, you know, based unless you're doing jobs like you know being a firefighter or you know um, even that though, like even that like though, that a job where you risk your life every day does not pay enough. Getting like forty, forty, what forty, forty two k for being a firefighter, that's horrible. 
You don't deserve that because you're running into you're, you risk the chest that's and getting start, burned. That's the starting. That's the you risk that's yourself like of of uh, what's it? The sm- what, what can you get from smoke? It's, it's not a situation, is it? Fuck it. I mean, you can mention a lot of stuff. Definitely that you're carrying heavy equipment. You got to be there on a timely manner. Like forty two k a year for, for you don't risk work, your life. But the thing, you, well, at the same time, you don't work as much. As you, you know, because, you know, not a lot of stuff happens when you're being right, a you're right. But when but, things do happen, but exactly. that's the thing. That's you, why people. You got to be able to move on a dime. Right. But that's the thing. That's what that's where people would like to do that stuff. People that like to save people. If you don't have if you don't want to do that, then that means that that's just not for you. Right. Right. So if you're somebody that, you know, really is into saving people or wants to live to save people or make sure that they're in, you know, a good health. You know, making sure the house is good and stuff like that. But how do you the feel about, like, how do you feel? Because I know you want to do, like, firefighter. How do you feel about the pay that you would get? Do you feel like it's fair to have, like, 40, 42K? I'm not I feel sure that I need to do if it's the more right my, I feel like I need to do more of my research because I know that the the amount that you just said sounds about right, but I know that there's a starting, there's a starting salary. And they don't just put people in the front lines of firefighting. You have to train Exactly. You have to be in the office, mostly probably doing paperwork. You might not go on fire, right? And you're you're not they're not gonna put you out there not knowing. Well, that that like I said, I'm basing this off of what I've been doing on my research. But I need training for that, don't you? To yeah. actually be able to yeah, like, they're, not just, gonna, they're, they're not just gonna have you thrown in there, especially like like you're like a soldier. They're not gonna. Well, I don't know how they do it in the military. So can I ask? So if you guys could get forty thousand dollars working for somebody. Or forty thousand dollars working for yourself, what would you pick? Working for myself. For myself. I would but I but let's just say in a situation I'm working forty thousand working for myself, I think a big focus we should all have is having multiple incomes. That As that is that is the new in. thing that people are starting to do or people need to learn is having multiple no, incomes. Not. Having one job is not good enough anymore. Especially the way you that's right slavery, now. like it's on your on your on your on your physical body. You said having more than I mean, one job is not good enough, and that's exactly what we're talking no, about. I don't know. One job is killing people. I don't, I don't, people. People. I don't know. I think not everybody has a gift and some, but there's multiple incomes. Like the type of job that you're working for. multiple incomes, but it can't be a job. Because it has to be a career. You like, you don't want to do a career. It's not going to be no physical, physically draining because you actually want to do that. Like, you're happy with doing that. Like, right, you're going to have to retrain those. The kind of movie I've set up is a really good thing. You said something. You said something. You got to repeat that, man. What I just said? Yeah. I'm saying if, like, if something like Daryl wants to do clothing, he's not gonna be like, "Damn, this is slavery," because he actually wants to do that. Right. You gotta have a passion for doing yeah, some stuff. Yeah, like it's right. not gonna be draining for him because that's what he want to do. Right. Exactly. Open up the lane for yourself. That's fact. It don't matter like, being two jobs that you don't want to do. It just be something like his clothing line. Definitely, definitely would be nice. And even having multiple sources of income can be like really quick, easy entrance jobs. Like mm-hmm. people. Can work their nine to five and then have a job on the weekends doing like DoorDash, doing Uber, doing quick jobs like I don't that. Do a, I don't want to do an Uber per se or a DoorDash or anything like that. So as far as um a side hustle, it's definitely possible. And a lot of people I mean, go the illegal route. You know, a lot of people definitely yeah, yeah. um they definitely go. You know, because that's been popular for a minute. The opposite side of the law when it comes to making a side hustle. I don't know, man. But, but we got technology, so side hustles okay. are now like YouTube for a lot of people until they make enough money off of YouTube to where they can quit their job, and now they can spend that doing it full time. I know this guy on YouTube. Well, I know somebody uh, owns a poet, and they're sitting across the table from me. I think they probably come with that big side hustle. But I don't think they're doing that right now. 
we appreciate that. We appreciate that. Thank word, you. Word, but, that, um, my brother. Word. Thank but, um, you. A poet. But there's this guy. That. Hold on, hold on. There's this guy on uh, I, I seen on YouTube. His name is like Grant, uh, Grant Stephan. And so for his normal job, he's a real estate agent. So from what I heard from somebody said he makes like six million a year doing that type of job. And so when he first started doing YouTube, he spent most of his time doing his normal day to day job, which is real estate, and then a little bit on the side for YouTube. And it wasn't really working as much. It was kind of a little stressing him out. And then he kind of flipped it. So now he's doing YouTube more and real estate less. And now he's making, if not as much, maybe even more off of YouTube and then also having his job as real estate. So he put more hours into his YouTube career right. and has more hours in his real estate. That's that passion. Yeah, you got to find something you I mean, love you combine and do it all mm -hmm. the way. For sure. I agree. Uh, I definitely think I watch one of his. He has like two channels, but I'm sorry to cut you off. Like I definitely think that um, people, period, and especially I can see it at least in my black community, you know what I'm saying, all of us. Mm -hmm. I think that we are definitely moving away from working for people, you know, regardless of if, yeah, you know, you yeah. got to have a degree to do it or not. We definitely do not want to work for anybody um, except each other for the most part. We've been doing this for the longest, so it ain't a surprise. So we're back to doing it again, I feel definitely. And I feel like it's, um, it's not even just a, like a us thing, but it's like that, but that's where we're around already. It's not just that we're just that. It's just natural. It's just who, we, who we are, you know what I mean? We just yeah. create stuff just to... Just to do it and it turns into something totally different. Because we do things, taken, but, you know. right? Because we do things unconventionally. Because and I want to, and I know it's like not really related to jobs, but we all know Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah, yeah. You know he's a quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. So they say his style of of being a quarterback is unconventional, not entirely because he's black, but because he doesn't play like a normal quarterback. He doesn't sit in the pocket. He doesn't throw long passes. He sits there, then he runs. Now he's rushing. He goes from a quarterback to a wide receiver, and, right. and he's running the ball. Because mm -hmm. we play, for people of color or a lot of people, especially black, we play a game or we play things in a different light. We don't play by the fundamentals, really. If we know the fundamentals, we have it, and then we try to give it our own swag, our own style to right. it. James Harden. Go James Harden like, to it. Go around basketball. Like and stuff exactly. Like that. So when we see people try to mimic that type of style that we have like how we when we were at Cobb still the kids who kept trying to trying to be like Kyrie Irving it's like they see something that's different that's catching people off guard because it's not the fundamental way to do it right. that's why people are starting to gravitate towards this more unconventional way that's why people want to work uh in unconventional types of places that's why people mm -hmm. want to do podcasts that's why people want to do YouTube it's not a conventional job sometimes that type of job is risky you doing YouTube is risky YouTube okay. has a lot of problems itself Animals just do that in general. I'm just gonna say agree. Oh, also, people, us as people, we just don't like. If y'all ever going to do something and somebody tell you to do it as you're going to do it, it's gonna make you not want to do exactly. it. Yo, when it comes to doing like, the dishes, like, bro, yeah. make sure you do them dishes. I don't want to do the dishes no more. Walking to the kitchen now. Another thing I'm thinking about is that, like, you know, being, the job wise, you know, being a podcast, like being people, like being somebody who does a podcast, you know, you should also. Listen to other podcasts because that exactly. would be a way to keep your it's like a network, you know what I mean? So, right. people that are artists should be listening to other artists, people that are making you know indie animations, everybody support each other, and I would definitely agree. Help it grow. 
you know, you right. if you're making if you're making YouTube videos, you should be watching other indie indie uh, people that are lower YouTube channels. You know, supporting each other in your city, boys. Yeah, right. in your city. Well, people Rochester, sure. New York, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna save that uh, point you said saying. about listening to other artists for the next time we do a podcast. I'm gonna save that point. What I wanted to say, but continue. Definitely put on for your family. Definitely, definitely put on with them and work. That's another them. thing. And uh, um, I got a segue as far as um a job experience. Um, at a lot of businesses that I go to outside of my community, it is a requirement that you wear a mask before entering. But more often than not, once people have been in there, they can eat freely with no mask, which ultimately defeats the purpose, you know, but they'll deny a person access into the building for not coming in with a mask. Um, that's something that I experienced outside of my community as well. Um, we are able to you know, not saying that we should not wear masks, but people are freely able to enter businesses in my community without having masks. And I just think that um, just not having a mask. Coronavirus and the way that these big businesses handle people, actual human beings, is very inappropriate. You know, it's it's not it's to say, oh, y'all are all thieves or y'all all have coronavirus. Drop your bag before you come into this family dollar. I feel like um that's one of the major differences as well that I see between my community and working in these environments and then industry environments. That's nothing against Family Dollar, just an example. But I get get what you're saying. I definitely think we need to make sure we have protection for ourselves. I think I know they got like a regulation for masks. We're supposed to wear masks, but everybody should definitely be in N95s. Real good masks, real protection for yourself. Some some, um, builders like that don't get get funding like that. That's definitely true. You know, streets look like that. Very expensive. Peace. Um, one story or experience that I can share from my time working in the fast food industry is that um, I was probably so emotionally and you know spiritually drained from working and going to school at this one particular spot. That me and this coworker, she was a female at the time. Uh, well, she was a female. <laughs> <laughs> she was a female at the time. Huh? And um, we just went in the back and, and decided to smoke marijuana while we were on the clock. And um, <laughs> we we did we 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 weren't too concerned with the consequences at all. So that was a very funny and um, freedom like experience doing that. Bro, did you get one, caught? Somebody tell you? Did you get caught? Yes, we got caught, but we were so we didn't care, so we was just saying anything to lie. Like, nah, that, that was a car that went past. <laughs> like, we didn't care because we just felt so good to do it. You know, we And it's not like we was gonna stay neither. We definitely had plans to quit. Don't do anything like that if you got plans to stay at the job. <laughs> we had plans. No, to we're quit. not telling you to do anything like that at all. And yeah. we did quit <laughs> shortly after. Definitely. They believed your stories? Hmm? They believed your lies? We ain't in trouble. <laughs> I don't know if they believed it, but we did not get in trouble. Well, I guess they believed it then. That's a lot to write down. Huh? A lot to write down. They were doing that paperwork. Uh, they were under the influence. <laughs> we like, what? Workout. Yeah, there's a twice. Yo, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you gotta shout out to that sister because that was a funny memory. She'll probably remember it. Man, when I used to work 
at this baseball stadium. I used to work there with my boy Taj and my boy Ron Don the third and Raphael but before he was there. Dirty. This is my first season. He said dirty. Yeah, no. Uh, sh- don't talk about my job. My- I love that job. Anyway, so I was working there. It was my first season. And one of the stories I remember was there was this one girl, bro. I remember somebody had told me she had to shut the fat, bro. She had the doofenshmirtz, bro. And I and I never seen her before until that one day. And I was like, I was in shock to see that job. She had the doofenshmirtz, bro. I don't know whatever they was doing over there, but not you not saying. Anyway, anyway, let me tell the story. Let me tell the story. So, uh, I just remember one day she was just working at the stand right next to mine. So I was like, "All right, cool. I see her. I'm gonna just walk over." And I went to say, "What's up to my man's Ron down?" Because he was in the stand. So I said, "What's up, Ron? Whatever." Oh wait, I was even, was I even friends with Ron? Ron? I don't even know. We became actually. I'm gonna tell the story. I'm gonna tell the other uh, part later. My bad. But uh, <laughs> you good? So I started talking to her, whatever. I introduced myself and everything, and things was going good right. for like the few weeks. I see her, say what's up, whatever. And so my stand, because everybody loves me. Who doesn't love me? Hello. One of them days I wasn't in the stand. I was working at another stand that day because they needed extra help, and they were so bored. They started talking about me. My own people in my stand. My own co-workers. Mm. So they were talking about how I was talking to that girl, how I was always uh, uh, saying hi to her. And I was like, oh, the right might be in love. And I'm just like, I didn't know this until I came back the next day. And they, they just told me, oh, we were bored, so we just started talking about you. No, they like, told you. <laughs> a hot topic. Right? I know, right? That's and so up, one of these days, I see this dude named uh, <laughs> Ronnie Grayson, right? So he's talking to the girl. I see, I see him across. I'm like, I ain't gonna be mad. I ain't even gonna be mad. I'm let him do his thing. He can talk to her. But may the best man win. That's how you're supposed to be. You ain't supposed to get mad at another dude. Right. Can't knock his hustle. Ironically, he thought the same thing when I was talking to her. So one day I was just chilling and uh I was cleaning stuff in the back. I was washing the dishes, and then Ronnie came through. So Ronnie was washing the dishes, and he thought he was slick. I even called him out on this today. He thought he was slick. He was like, man, there's going to be so mad at me when I play Madden tonight because Madden had just came out. So like, who are you talking about? I knew who he was talking about, but I wanted him to say it. He was like, oh, no, this girl named blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, oh, so you be talking to blah, blah, blah? He's like, yeah. I was like, she just be like talking to me and John. We be hanging out. I be over at her mother's house, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, oh, where? I just met her mother. And I was just like, yeah. So... He was actually talking to her. I guess she really liked him or whatever. It didn't really matter to me. I was like, all right, cool. The next day, uh, one of my coworkers, this, uh, what do I call her? Uh, We're going to call her Mountain. So one of my coworkers named Mountain, right? Uh, She decided to poke fun at me because she ended up finding out that Ronnie was talking to her and that they was kind of cool. So she just made fun of me the entire day at work. And I got upset because it was like, at, the, at some point, she was really coming for me. She wasn't even trying to be playful. So I called her out on it. And I told her, if you want me to leave, I'll leave right now. And then she apologized and everything. I told her, don't talk to me. And I didn't do work the rest of that day. But for good reason, I'm glad my boy Ronnie took that bullet because I would have been shot. <laughs> he done told me this girl had serious 
mental health issues, like some serious depression, like some heavy junk. Her prescriptions were heavy. That's probably why she was always so happy at work. That probably makes a lot of sense, though. And he was telling me all this SLUT stuff. That's deep. That's deep. That's a crazy story. I was like, wow. I really woke up the next morning after he told me. And and I'm like, wow. I'm glad God has has saved me more than once. I don't know. I wouldn't mind the girl a little bit. Oh, no. I can't I can't say I can't say here. I'll tell you after. I can't say what he told me here. Of course not. Daryl, it's not who you think we're talking about, so you're fine. It's, it's, it's I agree who I think you're talking so about. No, it's not. And you need to I'll them. describe I'll describe them later, yeah. bro. But yeah, man. I dodged the huge bullet, bro. So anybody yeah. else want to give up a story? Well, I feel like um never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Raph. I know you got them pedestrian stories. Just drop the name, won't you? The uh, <laughs> Dusty <laughs> Depot stories. The Working at Dusty Depot. The lady stories. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong. <laughs> All right. One of these days, I was driving a forklift, and somebody was in my way. So I honked the horn at him because he was talking to some other dude. And where I had to go, we had to put a chain up. He was in the front, so I was like, "Can you just do it while you're there?" So I started honking the horn, try to ask him to do it. And the other dude, well, I, I did that so I won't have to get off the forklift to get back on. And the other guy that he was talking to just started talking mad-ish. <laughs> like what? Yeah. He was like, oh, you lazy, blah, blah, blah. You would come put the fucking shit on yourself. I'm like, bro, he's standing right there. I'll, he could just do it. He's already in the way. Just do it. And I'm like, bro. I just told him not to talk to me. I was like, just don't talk to me. Right. And then he just kept talking. And I'm like, bro, what did you say? And then he was like, oh, we could go to the back, bro. I got my knife. Oh, I'm man. like, knife? You definitely going to get jumped for that one. So one of the other coworkers that um, that was cool, he, he started talking shit to the dude. Like, bro, you get tripping? out of here. Yeah, like, you're tripping. Like, get out of here with that bullshit. Well, right, yeah. People right. be yeah. taking it to the extreme. And he really, and he went to the back room, too. Waited for me, like, bro, I'm just about to keep working. You're not about to should have called us up. It sounded like his problem was way bigger than with you. Like, he got some shit going on at home. You could tell he do, bro. But <laughs> don't the thing about it, he about to be caught. I don't care. He doesn't worry. He stay on his phone the whole time. He just walk around. And when he go to break, he just be on break hella long. He don't do no fucking work. And he smokes cigarettes with headphones. Right. He's lazy as shit. And he talking about lazy. And he talking about, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He talking about knives. See, it'd be the people that pulling out knives that know how to fight. And I just put in hella work at that job, too. Yeah, you might get into the whole thing. If you got to fight with a tool, you ain't no man. I agree. Especially if it's against somebody that doesn't have a tool either. Exactly. Where, I'm really you see, driving, you don't see bears picking up sticks and trying to poke them with them. Not like they own claws. They, or lions. They hitting it with their own stuff. They own jump they got. They got to know we got our hands. Y'all over here trying to pull up guns. So where to next, Brian? Where's the, the... I'm sorry. You got one here? You got one here? You got a lot of words experience. You got one? Nah, not right now. I'm thinking about it. What about you, Taj? You worked a lot of jobs. Yeah, I did, but I ain't gonna... Actually, yeah, I'm gonna do. We got some some uh, <laughs> some uh, work wives to talk about. <laughs> you know what? I have actually a funny story. So um, Please. I missed out one thing that I worked. I actually uh, worked with my granddad. He has a cleaning service. I went that really fast. He was cleaning this one office place pretty far out. Funny enough, I learned that somebody who used to work at all the school, mm-hmm. the school that we worked at also 
works there now, currently. And um, I used to clean this building. I, I won't say the name because, you know, you're not supposed to say the name. But he was a security. And there was only a few security guys that could have worked there. So we're going to leave it at that. And comes to find out that that place is actually a cult. It's funny that I used to clean there. Yeah, all the people wow. that work, live there a donate some of their money to a church. Question mark, question mark. I don't know. And that's good that you all, that's all you know. The cult of the flying spaghetti monster. What about you, Tosh? I don't know. They donate some of their checks, though, all to the church. Everybody. Um, my work experience is uh, pretty fun because I be, I be jumping all around the place because I know that I'm never going to be <laughs> bonded by a job that I don't like. If I know I don't like it, I'm going to go try to swim somewhere else and hey. do it and get my, mm-hmm. you know, uh, drain it back from them. So. Um, that's true yeah. freedom. It sound like almost. That sound like it almost. It do, bro. Cause I, it, it really don't matter as long as you like, as long as you like, uh, your transcript is good. Like as far as like, you know, you not getting fired and stuff like that, like heavy or anything like that. But, I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Speaking of um jobs, uh, during this time, a lot of people are receiving unemployment. Is that something you guys have looked into or are receiving? I can't. I'm a student. Well, I I, I recently left my job, so I now I could. I'm not receiving unemployment, but I know people who are, and they are living okay. You know, uh, better than they were. Better than they were with the jobs they have. Yeah, so I, I got like two unemployment checks. <laughs> I got like two unemployment checks the last two weeks, and then I got my back pay. I got like six bands. Because apparently they fired me in my last job, but I told them I didn't want to go in there no more. Right. I guess they fired me apparently from that, so. It is what it is. Get my I money. Yeah, they fired me. Yeah, man. Definitely, bro. I was good on that. Bro, when I was working at the restaurant, and I only worked for like two days, but when I was working at the restaurant, when I, when I was getting hired, the uh, GM was telling me about how a lot of servers would come in, they get the job, they do the training, they they start their first day, they never show back up. Then you would find out they apply for unemployment, and then they they knew because they they was cheating the system. They was making more money doing unemployment than their job. That's what I'm saying. They were really cheating the system. That's I'm just like, bro, over seven hundred dollars, bro. Like just doing like just doing stuff, you know, under the loophole because it ain't technically legal. <laughs> when people do things like that, like because we know a lot of people today. No, uh, not even just that. people within our communities, people period are doing like scams and um, unemployment fraud and things of that nature. Do you feel like it's necessarily stealing or do you feel like people are um, getting what you know what they feel like they deserve? Because we, we all said that we don't feel like we get what we deserve from these jobs. Mm-hmm. So when people do take these large amounts of money or go, you know, through, through, through underneath the lens of the government to accomplish financial gain. Are they stealing or getting a just dessert? And that's something that you have to. Well, do. it's really hard to, you know, it's really hard to digress that deal with the government. Yeah, but I'm not gonna get into mm-hmm. that. It's not a politics talk, not yet. I mean, that's something talk. that next next to next podcast. Next, we can get back to uh, working. But I'm not good. Sorry about that. I'm good. Um, about what you was talking about. But I do like that take you had. Mm-hmm. Like um, illegal jobs and stuff like that. I don't think anybody should. Unless they like direly have to, like I don't think you were direly. Ha- oh, speaking of direly, I like you brought that up. But the uh, illegal job, uh, dire <laughs> in a dire OS. situation, the dire situation about doing illegal work, there might be something there that that's kind of a little understandable. But the dire situation to do OnlyFans, there's no such thing. 
Very specific. Ooh, that okay. So a lot of that's the that's the new unconventional job. Have sex work, man. only fans. Man. A lot of people within our it really city. Don't, it don't got nothing to do with man. You know, if you know, if somebody wants to do that with themselves, hey. they can do that with their shows, and if somebody else wants to pay for it. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I can't. You can't be fully mad at them. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Is OnlyFans a pornography site? No. Yeah, it, well, yeah. the, no. The site itself is not. It's for it's a subscription based site for people for their fans to have extra content. Like models. What it, yeah. Well, not even just models. It's, it's used for anything. It's used for anything. You can have an OnlyFans for your music. Oh, okay. But it why it's so good. popular is because of all the sex work that's going on there and all that stuff. Like so Patreon. with it being so associated with sex work, I feel like since it's so close to home nowadays and you know people in our community are getting OnlyFans, it's definitely shocking. It's definitely a wave that I'm not necessarily for or against you know because like daryl said um to each his own yeah but um it's 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 shocking every time i see it yeah it's definitely it definitely is surprising it's definitely something we're unfamiliar with it's definitely something that i would never you know thought of you know i definitely have my own morality you're like what wow i guess i can't really judge anybody you know not my place but yeah, <laughs> if you are a person who has seen the pornography or actively has like you know watched a porno, you really cannot be against somebody having OnlyFans. I like that because I was saying I was just like, yo, why y'all doing this? Like, but y'all making money off it, and y'all probably making more than some porn stars, to be honest with you. And if there's a supply, there's a demand for it. So all you simps out there, y'all y'all the reason yeah, why they rich, and then y'all get. Bro, y'all be getting scammed too, cause some of these girls put on their Instagram where they make it look like they're naked. You go on their site, they're not even naked. And now, now you just pay fifty dollars just, to, just to see. I don't them think that's wavy. I don't think that that's a wavy way to go about seeing a woman. You could meet a person and get the same picture. The morality of it, mm-hmm. it's like kind of degrading, cause it's not even empowering. So, me, but you so know, like maybe to us, we you know that they have their, you know, they got their own for like body positive people, yeah. But for people who are doing it to to make money off their body because they see everybody else doing it or people are pushed them to do it. That's degrading right there. Cause I know there's body positive people, people who do like to show skin, people who do like to be nude. And I know that some, that's kind of where some of us, but there are actually people out there who prefer to be uh, wearing less clothing and more skin. So, so you're saying that if it's not um, official, then it's not appropriate. It's like if it's not your morale, like if it's not your belief or morale that, or yeah, ideology to be like, I like to wear very skimpy clothing because I like to have my body be free. I like the way the, the air feels on my skin. I like to be out in nature, feeling like you're saying it's bad for people that just doing it for the money, doing it for like the money or because everybody would you has apply this same logic to the strippers? They doing it. What for the money or yeah, like dance? like okay, you shouldn't be doing this if you don't like to dance naked. Yeah, I heard stories of like strippers how they just like the attention. They like like what was it? This one girl, she was a cheerleader and she loved the attention of people watching her perform and jumping around and stuff. And that's why she became a stripper. She actually liked you know being watched to perform and being out there. Like and I can respect that because it's like. Versus somebody that needs to do it because they are in dire strength. 
Right. They need. This I feel like stripping is. I feel like stripping is a dire strength, but to do an OnlyFans, I don't feel like you in a dire strength. Maybe it might you be. Got, no, no, you don't know. You gotta have money to do OnlyFans. You got, you got this because you got to pay OnlyFans yourself out of out of your subscription or out of your profile. Right. You gotta you have internet. It's an investment, man. Don't tell me. You be in front of me. You can Subscribe to my OnlyFans. It's only three dollars a month. What's his name, Rafael? Said if you were a stripper, you could just walk to the strip club and work there. You don't even gotta like have a car or none of that. You just have your legs. Right. Yeah. That's deep, man. So as far as jobs, I feel like everybody is finding their own. Is trying to find a lane where they can secure a permanent bag. We are tired of living check to check, and you know, tired of stressing whether or not our job is you know gonna treat us well and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i think yeah. that with all these occupations we just listed um we can see that the the main goal is to be financially secure and a, another secondary goal would be to just be getting it for ourselves on our own time uh, what was i gonna do uh, continue talking about while that. also uh balancing your uh your life actually because you know it shouldn't be a work and a work over life balance. It should be a life. You you should be balancing your work to your life, not exactly. work. Yeah, not the other way around. All right, guys. So for this final segment, I had a question I wanted to ask you guys, and I want you guys to elaborate on what you feel like is more important. So, how do you feel about financial security and financial salvation? Which do you which would you want to value more? And which I, do you believe people value more? I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, you're good. I would pick financial salvation because um, security works. It definitely does, but um, I guess in, the only fault I can see in the security thing is having to work or possibly having to work for somebody just so they can secure something for you, mm-hmm. as opposed to the other option. I believe is to uh, secure your own, you know, at your own pace. You think you want to explain to them what those what those two um, points are? Uh, all right, good good catch, Taj. So financial security, if you don't already know, that's working a well off nine to five job with health benefits, dental benefits, set hours, uh, set vacation days, paid days off, all that type of stuff, and then financial salvation. Or when you have a job that isn't really secure, but you have had it so well off in that job or career to where you're able to spend your money how you please, how you live. And if maybe you might even be at a point. So if that type of business runs out, you've already made your bread and you're so well off to hold on to what you have. You might not even have to be like a millionaire. You might earn a hundred thousand a year having financial salvation and you were able to branch off into something different. Is that a good enough explanation for financial salvation? I think so. All right. If you need like a deeper example, say you did gaming on YouTube and you became so well off doing that, you don't even have to do YouTube no more. You're part of a gaming company or you even created your own game. Mm-hmm. I was, was going to say like people like um, the people that do like uh, more of labor working, like, you know, the carpentry, electricians, um, mechanics mm-hmm. and stuff like that, they make money like um, big and on the spot, like you know, they. I don't think they work through paychecks. I think they work through like you know whatever type of service they're doing. Depends they, on the they're getting that amount. Like, 
It depends on whatever type of like seven hundred dollars to install this specialty, but it depends right. on the company. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it depends on what uh, what company you with, or if you just like you know doing it by yourself or whatever. Right, right. Making your own schedule. So, which which do you would choose? Um, Salvation, salvation or security? Security. Why? Because unless unless the other one is more secure in my head as far as you know me planning stuff out in the future i would do that but you know primarily i would do yeah the security because you know if i'm not making anything on my own or like you know making my own business and i don't really know how you know things are going to plan out then i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make that my first priority as a source of income until you know i get that that knowledge to where i can hold that and keep going how about you, Rafa? How do you feel? I think salvation, because security is like you gotta work for somebody else, and then you gotta rely on them to give you your money. But salvation, you get your own money your way, however you want to do it. So I'm not gonna. I hate working for somebody else, bro. I rather just work for myself. I hate this. Like, I just I hate being told what to do and when to do it and how to do it. If you, if you just if you just say like when to do it, it's whatever. But if you tell me how to do it, what to do it, and then bashing me if I mess up, make one little mistake, I don't want to do it, bro. So I just rather just do my own thing, bro. Get that salvation. What about you, Daryl? How do you feel? Me personally, man, I am. I definitely think that I'm gonna use the uh, the time drop for a little bit to get my salvation. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I might do. I might just stay at my little corporation job. While I'm working on my 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 liberty, you know, my ending, my my goals, my future, my my start, my my big end thing. I feel like if you can handle the balance, then you might as well take it. But it's not a balance. It's a flip. It's a slope. It's a, it's a, I'm putting. I'm taking the water out of this cup and I'm pouring it into the other cup because when I pour it into the other cup, it filters it. That's and I need more. Water. And I want to drink the filter water, but it's less water. It, it takes longer. To take the filter, the filter water, fill it, cause you gotta go through the filter. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm putting my hard work in with the dirty water, the water I don't like, the water I don't want to drink, the water I don't want to have forever. Right. I drink it while I gotta wait for the water to filter. I'm if doing that. If you're mixing the, but I'm taking that filter water and I'm pouring it into my, pouring it into my filter bottle cup, whatever thing, and so I'm and I'm I'm, re I'm re reaping what I sow. You feel me? Rinse it. <laughs> So if you're using the taste your dreams is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I know, I know. Completely taste your dreams. So if you're using the secure one along with the one that that isn't, you wouldn't. I'm finessing. I'm trying to work around the system. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Because I feel south between security and salvation. Uh, security is for those who want to live in a structured and orderly lifestyle, to where they don't really have to worry about what what to expect day to day they already know what's supposed to come everything's in order for them they got all the benefits or sometimes they don't but they got some benefits they got the set hours they got the days paid off and they'll be living you know pretty much like a straight line mm -hmm. for the salvation you don't know what is to come but all you have is to what to expect of where you can go and so living you're living not living on a straight line but you're living on on a swivel, you're living in loops and all this and that, and you got to be here at some point, you got to be here at this other point, like being an entrepreneur. And at some point, you'll be so 
if you do it right, you'll be so immersed in your work and passion that to where you've reached the point to where you can live as freely as you like. And so I would say I much rather prefer salvation uh, over security because I can be a sports journalist and that right there is my secure job. Or I can be a freelance journalist and that right there, I can set when I want to write the paper. I can set what days I do this. I can set, I can put this what website I want it on and I can, I can make sure I know what type of listeners I'm going to get or viewers on my blog as opposed to being a sports journalist. I work for this company. I talk about this type of sport. I have an audience of this amount of people and I have to speak in a way to where it appeals to these people for not just for the company, but for them, as opposed to freelance, I speak my mind and I speak, I tell my truth on right. this side. So I much rather have salvation because I have that type of freedom mm-hmm. to do whatever I please. And plus I feel like we need to be in a mindset to where money is not a thing. So we'll be able to lose money, but we also would have to be able to gain money. And I like the uh, I like the little sample that uh, J. Cole put in his new song, The Climb Back, or I believe it was The Climb Back, where it was like, what is more important, getting or letting go? Hmm. I definitely, I definitely can see what you're saying because a lot of times there are people who have, you know, uh, uh, trauma from poverty, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it definitely has a big effect on them with just different, um, you know, like we're saying, different work experiences and different stuff because it's, it's, you know, it's different environments for us. And um, that's a definitely another thing with people who look in, they're looking for stability because of, you know, that trauma. But I definitely want to encourage anybody who has, you know, ever had that problem or anything, you know, ever lived anything like that um, to definitely still look for their salvation. Don't want to keep going in on that. I'm just end it right there. I probably won't even talk no more. So, is there anything else you guys want to mention or say for this podcast? There's definitely no wrong answer with that, though, bro. Definitely. You can go right where you work. It's how you prefer to live your life mm-hmm. in your uh, your work life or your career. Just so. make sure it fits your living environment and your mind process. Don't make yourself a mental for something that you don't want to do. Exactly. Chase your dreams. That's what Daryl said. Chase your dreams. Super So. This has been not our crib, and we gotta be out. So let's say let's say goodbye to all our viewers. Yet again, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. our listeners, not viewers. But. Peace. Be out to everybody from A Dizzle, AJ from the West Side, Rochester, New York, five eight five. Thank you for tuning in to Not Our Crib. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And this is Royalty. You know what I'm saying? Signing out from the East Side. That is Royal with the T. Mm-hmm. The boy Rav signing off for the one time. It's Rashad, you know, taking up all the time being a guest. This is why I'm not on the podcast for real. <laughs> and this uh, has been great, man. Signing off for the one time. Thank Peace. you.